I'm sure that if you're an online business owner, you will have seen or heard the phrase charge what you're worth at some point. It is pretty commonplace. It seems to be thrown around all of the time. And setting prices in business is hard. It's one of the stumbling blocks and it's something that comes up time and time again with the women that I coach. So in today's episode, we are going to be chatting about why charging what you're worth is a potentially dangerous way to move forward in your business and why actually it might be time to question some of the business advice around pricing that we see in the online space. I'm Gemma Sands and this is Free to Flourish Radio. So I did a quick internet search in prep for this episode as I wanted to share a few of the snippets of the kind of advice that's out there around pricing. So here's just a few examples that I stumbled across literally off a really simple search on Google around how to um, price and charge for your offers. So the first thing I stumbled across was understanding your value is the first step in being able to charge what you're worth. And another one that we've got is you need to have confidence and believe in yourself and what you have to offer. Because if you don't, how are you going to convince someone else to buy your product or service? And the last one I want to share is it's vital to work on yourself. If you fail to do this, you'll potentially limit your earnings and feel frustrated into the bargain. Now, on the surface, all of that kind of makes sense, right? If we don't have confidence in what we're offering, how will anybody else? But do you notice that there's a little bit of a theme with all of those snippets? They are all centered on us as business owners. And I think that's part of the problem with the charge what you're worth strategy. So why is the charge what you're worth strategy offered out as advice so much? Well, I think it's a side effect of the pricing culture that we have in the online space. And the popularity of charge what you're worth and that mentality really does make total sense in a way because pricing itself is quite a deeply emotional experience and it's something that we're all quite connected to and as we've already said there is a bit of a mindset involved in pricing it requires us to overcome self-doubt it requires us to deal with that dreaded imposter syndrome Um, it requires us to really take ownership and be bold with our numbers and hold confidence in what we offer absolutely charge what you're worth is really a battle cry to put an end to coaches, consultants, and creatives who are undercharging for their work. That's really common. I see this all the time. Um, Work that is extremely valuable and transformative. And it's, you know, there's a lot of undercharging going on and putting an end to that is awesome. But here's the thing, more often than not, this pricing culture is actually leaving business owners feeling stuck, confused and overwhelmed. It's not as empowering as it is made out to be. And a lot of us are sat there feeling really stuck and really confused. And the reason for that is because it doesn't tell the full picture. The pricing culture that we have online isn't giving us the full picture And if you think about it, charge what you're worth is an attractive concept. It sounds really simple and that makes it really attractive. And it's easy to look at the six-figure entrepreneur who is offering that out as advice and want to believe that it can be that simple for us, that if we just fix our money mindset, if we just raise our prices, if we just believe in our own worth, the premium clients will roll in. 
And the online business world is full of courses, it's full of programs, all of which are designed to catapult entrepreneurs into that holy grail, that six-figure arena. But what doesn't get talked about is actually all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. And as much as we need to work on our mindset and our mentality around money and pricing... There is so much more that goes into building a successful business. And what doesn't get talked about so much is the time, the energy and the money that's invested in education or in hiring support. Um, What doesn't get talked about is the hours that are spent relentlessly building up relationships with our ideal clients or the constant refining of our signature process that helps to get the best results for those clients. That all happens or needs to happen on top of that deep inner work that the journey of being a business owner inevitably brings up. So the online pricing culture often makes it look and sound easy, but it's leaving so many amazing entrepreneurs and business owners stuck in comparison or wondering why simply sorting their money mentality and raising their prices isn't bringing clients through the door. And I think it runs a bit deeper than this as well. For me, I think... um, This pricing culture and mentality often comes hand in hand with, um, in all honesty, some quite exploitative tactics and strategies. So let's have a little look at this. Let's break down some of the commonplace um, practices in the online pricing culture and see maybe how we could do things differently. So the first thing I want to talk about is why charge what you're worth is quite dangerous. And that is because your worth is not connected to the work that you do. And if you take nothing else away from this episode, please take this away. Your worth is not connected to the work that you do. Just let it sink in. Your worth is not the result of your income level. It's not the result of how much you earn. It's not determined by the prices you set. It's not determined by the results you get for your clients, how many clients you have or don't have, or how much you show up for your business. Your worth is not something that has to be earned. So when you consider that, it would be impossible to ever charge what you're worth. And connecting self-worth to income is really damaging over the long term. So that's that's probably the biggest issue I have with the charge what you're worth um, mentality. But secondly, and this is something that is misunderstood all the time, pricing is not actually about you, it's about your audience. Now, I'm going to sort of put a little bit of a caveat around this. I personally am in the business of helping you activate the next level within your business. So the next level of income or growth or impact, because to me, money equals impact. Money provides an opportunity for greater social good and collective change. And that's what I'm all in the business of supporting. So I'm unapologetic about that. I'm unapologetic about the fact that I absolutely 100% deep down in my bones believe that as an online business owner, you should be generating revenue that allows you to thrive doing what you love. And I don't care what you do if you're a coach, a photographer, a yoga teacher, a copywriter, a web designer, a course creator. If you're building a business in order for that business to be sustainable and actually be a business, you need to generate a certain level of revenue, whatever that looks like for your specific situation. But I am tired of a pricing culture that disregards those who need the work you do. A pricing model that is prevalent in the online business world, but that is quite often exploitative and not at all inclusive. And in fact, a pricing model that I think is sometimes downright harmful because it continues to feed into the systemic injustice for those with less privilege 
or those with marginalized identities. And I've been an online business owner and a coach for almost 10 years. And in recent years, there's been this bit of a trend for success coaches and business coaches offering advice to other coaches, consultants, and service-based owners to raise their prices and focus solely on attracting high-end clients. And it's very commonplace now to see programs and courses with a price tag of anywhere between 20 and 100k. And I'm not questioning the value of those programs. I'm not questioning the pricing of those programs as such. And I'm not questioning creating wealth. But when it comes to setting prices, what I think is often overlooked and misunderstood or just simply ignored is that pricing is not all about you, the business owner. And you have to take into consideration the needs and the financial capabilities of your ideal clients. So as an example, if you are a coach or a consultant who is best place to serve solopreneurs, people who are just starting out, they're on their own in their business journey, they're doing everything themselves, chances are those clients are not going to have access to the same level of capital or funding as someone who's wanting to scale up from 40k months to 100k months. So does that mean that you need to change your offering to attract a different level of ideal client? No, it means you show up for the people you're best placed to serve. But with the understanding that it might not be achievable for you to present them with a high ticket method of working with you. And instead, you need to get creative about providing the right solution that meets their needs at a price tag that works with them, not against them. So there's a few different ways to approach this in your business. There's a few ways to make sure that you are creating a sustainable business for yourself and that you can thrive through your business, but that you are also taking into consideration the needs of the people you're best placed to work with. So you may tier your offerings. You might have a higher end, really high touch, really high value one-on-one program that comes with a higher price tag. And then you might have group programs or self-directed programs or courses that are at a lower price and make it more accessible for the people who need them. Again, it's all about considering the needs of your ideal client and what method is going to bring them the most transformation for where they are at in their journey. So another thing that you might do is you might look at ways in which you can build additional revenue streams to support your own business growth. So perhaps you will be offering out coaching or services or consultancy or programs or whatever it is that you do is your kind of core business function. But you can look for additional revenue streams that help to support your business growth, make your business sustainable and allow you to thrive. But that don't involve you having to charge higher prices or keep on raising your prices in order to see that growth. Um, this is something that we help a lot of business owners to develop through In The Kitchen, which is the e-commerce online business growth agency um, that I've co-founded. So if that's something you need help with, get in touch. We can certainly get you to think about different ways of um, diversifying your income. And actually, I think that's something that's so important anyway for all business owners to be considering. But it particularly helps if you're trying to build a thriving um business and you want to expand out of that kind of one-on-one model of working that often comes with or needs to come with a higher price tag. Um, Something I do in my own business is I'm very transparent about the level of investment that my programs offer, but I offer really flexible payment plans and I don't have necessarily set payment plans. My signature coaching program is by application only and one of the key reasons for that is because I take the time to understand the financial situation of a potential client so that I can offer them 
a solution that works for both of us. So I'm very transparent. I don't believe in hiding prices so that people need to ask. I'm upfront in my messaging and my conversations and my website copy about the fact that payment up full, upfront, in full for a program helps my business. But I understand that's not possible for everybody. So I'm very flexible with payment plans and the way that I work. And that's something that you could perhaps think about adopting in your business too. And again, this is very different for every business. Your financial situation in your business will be very different to mine. So it is important to you keep in mind what your own needs are, but it is also about making sure that you're showing up for your ideal clients in the way that works for them. And I want to talk about payment plans a little bit because this is another point where I think we often see some slightly questionable practices and there are situations where if you're offering a payment plan as a business owner offering that may result in you incurring some additional costs and I do think in those circumstances it can make sense to either factor those costs into your business overheads or to pass those costs directly to the client by increasing the price of the payment plan option. But it's become common practice in online pricing culture to charge 10, 20, even 30% more for payment plan options as a means to encourage and incentivize payment in full. This is just often what we're taught to do. We don't question it because it's how it's always been done. It's what we see other people doing. And it's kind of what all the online business gurus are sort of teaching. But when we stop to think about it, it means if we are charging extra in order to incentivize payment in full, we as business owners actually profit more from clients who aren't in a position to pay in full. And in doing so, we're just perpetuating the problem because we're effectively saying, oh, you've got less money? Well, then you can pay me more. And that is an epically gross business tactic, but it's one that many of us are doing or we have been doing without ever really realizing. So... What can we do instead? Well, again, we can be transparent and honest with our clients, potential clients. We can treat them like humans because they are, and we can trust that they will respect us and our businesses. And I make it very clear that payment upfront is the best option for my business. Whenever I'm having a conversation about my programs and pricing, I'm very clear about that. I'm very clear about the fact that it allows me to invest in developing the best offerings and launching new ways to help my audience. But as I've said, I also offer an interest-free and tailored payment plan for those who aren't able to invest upfront. And because I'm transparent around all of this, around 80% of my clients pay upfront in full without ever putting themselves in any financial struggle and without me having to incentivize that. So I want to wrap up this episode by once again highlighting that I truly 100% genuinely believe that business owners should have opportunities to create wealth and income that allows them to thrive, especially women entrepreneurs, especially those who come from marginalized backgrounds or identities. Um, I also really, really believe that there is a large problem in the online space with people undercharging for things. And that is something that we need to break down. But I also believe that we've got this opportunity to use our businesses as tools to readdress some of the practices that are taught in the online space, some of the ways in which business is done. And I would love to know your views on this. So you can hop on over to Instagram and let me know. You can either do that on uh, by leaving a comment on the promo post for this episode 
or you can send me a DM. Let me know what you think about pricing. Let me know whether pricing is something that you struggle with in your business. I would love to have a conversation with you about that. All the links that you need are in the show notes and I will be back next week with another episode. Mm -hmm.